Welcome back, friends. Uh, we have an update from the outdoor game over in Lake Tahoe tonight. Uh, the game was postponed earlier due to ice conditions and sunshine. Yes, sunshine, believe it or not. Anywho, uh, Colorado would take this one 3-2. Here's your scoring summary. Uh, period 1 to 58 in the first. Samuel Gerard would put it past Marc-Andre Fleury. For his second of the season. And they would pause right there. Up until midnight tonight. Where the game just finished off now. It's now 2am here in uh, Ontario. Uh, over in the second. Uh, you got two goals. You got <clears throat> 737 Martinez. His first of the season. It's knotted up at one apiece. Later in the period, 11-18, Nathan McKinnon would put one in past Mark andre Fleury for his fourth of the season. In the third, we got two goals. We got Taze at 13-11 and Tuck. And that would be your final 3-2 Colorado. Another game tomorrow to go outdoors. I believe it's in Lake Tahoe as well. Not sure the teams are. I will uh, bring that to you tomorrow if I uh, see it. Um, on to the next story. DeMarcus Cousins will be leaving Houston. Yes, they have agreed to split ways in the coming days. What does this mean for DeMarcus Cousins? There are several teams interested. Now, as to which teams they are, I couldn't tell you. It's all speculation at this point. It's all undetermined. But DeMarcus Cousins is leaving Houston. Uh, I know this is a sports talk show, but I will go move over to video games for a second. I kind of know I know a little bit about sport about video games. The PS5 and the Xbox so hard to find. Why is it so hard to find? We have many theories. One theory is that. The uh, department is having a hard time finding parts to make the console to put them out for more people to buy them. Whereas others say it is the scalpers that are the problem. I truly don't believe it's any of those things. I mean, you are a multi-billion dollar company. I'm quite sure you can afford to make more parts. So how about you make them? We want to buy. There are many of us still waiting to get our console. Some people are getting their orders canceled, delayed, and are pushed into and or pushed into next year. Next year, no one wants to wait till next year. They want their consoles now, which is why there's getting probably getting more orders canceled, and not necessarily always by the distributor. Quite possibly by the orderer themselves but everywhere i go i ask do you have the console i'm a ps5 ps ps guy they say no we don't have it uh, but yet they have the controller how can you sell the controller but you don't sell the console is beyond me however the scalpers don't help i will agree they don't help they take a lot of the business away but the, so far i've seen a lot of drops in the last couple of months drops meaning just at random they have them on sale online. You never, we don't know when. We don't know where. Ever. It is completely the last minute. 
The only reason we've had some people get lucky is because some of us have a leg up over the competition. May it be through Twitter feeds of people, you know, telling us, go, go, go now, they're on sale. Or you got your discords with other people telling you drops are coming now, and this is how you can get it. Or you have a Twitch stream, which you just follow and has a mine that I follow specifically, uh, has a nuke alarm that goes off when a drop happens. And then you just gotta hope for the best that you get one. I was so close to having one. The only thing that kept me away, myself, is credit card. I don't have one, and most of my family's uh, limit is too low. Uh, my sister almost had it for me. She called, get this, she called the 24-hour hotline, right? Which is great. We all do that when we need a bit of extra money. Just for one, even if it is for just one time. <clears throat> it was closed. What kind of 24-hour line closes? Blows my mind that a 24-hour line would close. So that's why I don't have one yet. I just fell short. Ran out of luck. Uh, on to golf. Uh, upcoming uh, scores here. Short, let me just pull it up for you. Hope everyone's having a good night tonight. It's a, it's a 2 o'clock in the morning here. Okay, your golf standings. Uh, your leader at the top right now is Sam Burns at minus 12. Your next closest being minus 5. Matthew, don't know who that is, but he's from England. Uh, Wimborg Clark at minus six, Homa six, so they're tied for third. Um, minus seven, Dustin Johnson, who's also tied for third. He had a good day today. Uh, Patrick Cantley, he's at minus five. So we got a bunch of people in the running. Uh, we got Gooch, we got Matt Jones, we got Fien Tony Fina, Alex Noren. It's a good mix of a, of a bunch of players up and down here. Minus seven, six, five, and three. So no one, no one's out of it yet. Um, that includes McCumber, Spieth, Hovland, Rogers, Grace, Hahn, and Shuffley. Uh, they had to shut down early today due to it getting quite... It was around 5 o'clock in, in L.A., which is when the sun starts to go down over the hills of the golf course at the Genesis. At this uh, Genesis Open this year, they will continue tomorrow at 5 a.m., out, and that would be 9 9 a.m. our time. So if you want to watch the golf, pick it up tomorrow at 9 a.m. It'll be live as Sam Burns looks to capture the Genesis Open title. Mm. Okay, uh, let's talk a bit more about the Leaf game tonight. Wow. Uh, they won 5-3, five, five to three, obviously. Um, there were a couple of crucial things uh, that we should go over here. Uh, Hyman, uh, puck shot. He got hit a couple of times awkwardly in the foot. I honestly believe that he could be hurt. Uh, Jake Muzzin got a slash late in the third. Uh, he, I'm ho I hope he'll be okay. I'm sure it was just like a graze. We'll find out more as uh, Keith uh, discusses. All right, we have a game coming up in the coming days. Uh, Jack Campbell is back. He's been at practice. Hopefully, he can be back in the lineup soon. And uh, no offense to Hutch, he had a great game, but I just I just don't feel comfortable comfortable with him in the net. Uh, I'm sure a lot of fans don't. 
Let me know your take. Uh, I'm going to soon start taking callers. Uh, have to, but I have to get a line that is unlimited. Uh, as we'll, I'm sure we'll eventually get lots of trafficking on the line. Uh, and so yeah, back to Hyman. Uh, Hyman, he got hit. I think his foot could be very, at least, at the very least, bruised. And uh, that could lead to some injury time. Uh, Dermot, uh, he looked like he got slammed a bit. Knocked around. I think, honestly, our defense is quite beat up. We need to bring out the fresh guys. We need to bring up Sandine, Lettinen, give them some more shots. Honestly, I believe that those two uh, belong in the lineup on a nightly basis. Uh, Sandine just hasn't had a good look. He's only had five minutes of ice time. What? And we put him on forward. I get that we're short because of Simmons being out. But Sandine is not meant to play forward. That is not where he should be. Bogosian looked good tonight. But again, as everyone's been stating to me, and, I, and I, I'm on board with this decision as well, uh, he should be taking some breaks here and there. He's a great veteran presence. We love him here. He's a Stanley Cup champion because he was with Tampa Bay last year. Uh, Freddie, uh, Freddie looked good. He looked actually he looked fantastic tonight. Uh, he only, he did let up three goals, but I can't blame him for two of them. Uh, Toffoli was just sit, sitting right in front of the net for a freebie. Hall lost his positioning and his footing, and obviously Toffoli put it in. Uh, the Byron goal was just an absolute damage control shot from the blue line. Uh, Cut Kaniemi. Well, that was just a really fast response. That I do give the Canadians full credit. They are a good team. They are on, heading in the right direction. They're not going to win. The, I don't think they're going to win the North. I think we are. We're up there at the top with a nice strong record of 13-2 and uh, one. Or fourteen two and one, whatever it is, we're we're owning that uh, that uh, division. Uh, so let me let me let me break down the division standings for you here. Uh, so the standings, we're gonna go right down into the NHL portion of the app here. I'm also gonna bring you your stats. Okay, so here's your standing. We're gonna start with the Scotia North. Toronto is yep exactly as I thought. Fourteen. Three and two with 30 points. We have a six point gain over Edmonton, a 10 point gain over the Canadians, a nine point gain over the Winnipeg Jets, who are 10, 6, and 1. Uh, the Calgary Flames are 8, 9, and 1 with 17 points. Uh, the Canucks are a painful 8, 12, and 1. They need, they have a goaltending problem. They need to fix that. Uh, Hope he's been terrible. Uh, Demko has been shaky. Of course, we've got Ottawa. Who cares about that? They're way at the bottom of the, to of the toilet. Uh, we take it to the Mass Mutual Eastern Division. Uh, Boston 10-3-2 with 22 points, leading their division comfortably uh, by uh, three points. Uh, Philly is 8-3-3. Washington 8-5-3 with 19 as well. Pittsburgh is 9-6-1. They just squeaked into the playoff spot by beating the Islanders tonight, who are now 8-6-3. The Rangers are a porous 6-7-3 team. Uh, the Devils are 6-4-2. We kind of figured they'd be around there. 
they're just struggling offensively. The Buffalo, they've got, I don't know why they have such a shitty year every year, but it seems like no matter how hard they draft and no matter how hard they, they prepare, they're never truly prepared. They've, they've done everything they can think of. They just can't get a win, simply straightforward. On to the Discover Central. Now we got Carolina at the top by one point. Florida is going back and forth with every team they play, but Florida looks strong. Uh, Chicago is nine six and four, so they're in the hunt. They're not. I'm not going to call them out by any means. They still have the means to compete. They still know what they're looking for. Tampa Bay always has a Stanley Cup champion looking to repeat, but they've let's see what's their what's their last few games look like here. Uh, Okay, postponed, lost 4 nothing today, postponed by, to Dallas again, uh, so they're 1-1, uh, one, one, sorry, 0-2, oh 1-2, 3-2, and two, sorry, 2-3, and 3-1, 3-1, no, 1-3, right, 1-3, 1-3, yeah, and, uh, they're not looking good. Uh, Columbus, um, they're having a goaltending problem. They've lost Merzlikens to injury, and they have um, Jonas Corposalo. Uh, of course, they also have Warinsky out. Uh, Merzlikens has actually returned. My apologies. I thought he was out for a while. I don't follow every team. Too closely. Dallas is not playing right now due to the storm in Dallas. They're five three and four with fourteen points on the year. Uh, Nashville is seven and ten with fourteen points. Detroit is five twelve and three. Oh my God, that they gotta be one of the second worst team under just under Ottawa. And now we take it to the final division of Honda West. St. Louis owns that one by one. Vegas losing tonight. Being ten four and one, I don't know. If this, this is probably updated, I assume, because they're pretty good about that. Uh, nine four and one Colorado team. They are one win away from tying with Vegas for that second spot. Colorado is currently the favorite to win the Stanley Cup this year. Then Tampa Bay, then Boston, then Toronto, being number four. LA is seven six and three. They're picking it up slowly, but their defense needs work. Their goaltending has been on point with Cal Patterson in goal. Arizona is just above 500 hockey. Uh, Minnesota is it got they have a winning record. I wish I hope I hope they can pick it up and make the playoffs. I am at heart a Leaf fan, but I do have a soft spot for the Minnesota Wild. San Jose Sharks. Let's not even worry about them. I don't think that any of these two teams in the bottom of each division are going to even compete. I think they're all just going to fall down and stick, kind of kind of stick around near that area. Uh, the NFL draft is not far away now that the offseason is underway. Uh, lots of good free agents out there right now. Uh, the Patriots looking to get Matt Milano. Matt Milano, what a season he had with the Buffalo Bills. What a shock it was for me to hear that he decided to split ways with the Buffalo Bills. Um, there's a bunch of quarterbacks out there that are up for grabs. Of course, 
We know the departing of Philip Rivers in Indy leaves a question mark. Can Carson Wentz lead them back to victory land again? Can the Patriots get back to title town? We need a quarterback. I I know. We I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan. Sue me. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Cam Newton was not the guy last year. He was absolutely terrible. He threw picks left, right, and center. He wasn't very fast when running. He'd fumble it like Fumbolina. Yes, I call him Fumbolina. He's a big man. Hard to take down, just like Gronkowski. Oh, God, I wish Gronkowski was still in New England. Uh, New England's needs are definitely wide receiver. We are thin at wide receiver. Uh, a quarterback is a is an is, a, is an absolute must. I really, really feel Jared Stidham is the man for New England. Bill just needs to give him a chance. Bill Belichick. Belichick. I feel if he doesn't win next year, he's gone. He's on the hot seat and he knows it. He feels it. If he doesn't get something done this year. The dynasty, I feel, is not over, but it is dying, slowly dying. Unless we fix everything that is wrong with the Patriots, something is going to happen drastic. What I'd like to see them do, I know they won't do this. I know they won't. I want to see Josh McDaniels take over, and I would happily like to keep Bill's son on the team and coach. The guy is pretty good on the defensive side of coordinations. However, I don't know how that would go because we have Matt Patricia who came crawling back on his hands and knees from Detroit begging for his job back. But we made it quite clear. You're not here to head coach. You're not here really, really to give any coaching tips at all. You were terrible with the Lions 5-9-1. and one. Come on. You're not a coach. To me, no. There's, here's a new topic: defensive and offensive coordinators as coach. Do I feel they should be a coach? No, no. Honestly, I don't. Uh, I know you all got. You, they all have to start somewhere to become a head coach. But to me, if you if you can't get yourself out of being a coordinator, that you have the mindset, you have the tools and the playbook to be a coordinator. You can't really go above that. Bill was never a coordinator. He's always been a head coach, as far as I back as I can remember. But he's for most of his career, he's been with the Patriots. He just has the mindset to coach. He is the third best coach all time in wins and Super Bowls. The only one that is ahead of him that is that he'll never outmatch uh, is. I forget his name, but uh, football fans would know exactly what I'm talking about. They're, these coaches were incredible. There's a reason they're in the Hall of Fame, and Bill will be too. Tom Brady will be there as well. Tom Brady will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. His resume is completed. He technically doesn't need a single thing more, yet he wants to keep competing. He's hungry. He craves the game. He, li he lives, breathes, and dies by the game of football. He's coming back for a 24th season. Absolutely unreal. I don't know any 43-year-old who loves the game more than Tom Brady does. Brady will 
he is beating Father Time. Father Time will win in the end. He always does. But for now, Brady is defeating him. Brady looks like he hasn't lost a beat. Last season, he put up 40 touchdown passes in the regular season. He looked like 33-year-old Tom Brady. Prime time. He won a Super Bowl. He won the MVP. He's got seven Super Bowls in ten attempts. Who are those three losses, you say? I can tell you right now. One of them was the Giants. One of them was the Eagles. Actually, I believe two of them were to the two of them were to the Giants, and one of them was to the Eagles. Best Super Bowl I've ever seen in my life was the was the Giants and Patriots Super Bowl. Even though I didn't like the end results, because what happened here, I can even break down the exact play marker for you, football fans out there. Eli in the pocket takes a snap. Eli's under pressure. Eli avoids the sack. He's going to throw it downfield. Caught by David Tyree on the helmet. Unbelievable catch. They're going to hurry to the line. They're going to spike it. Eli in the huddle. Eli takes the snap. Eli to the end zone. Touchdown! And the Patriots have lost the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. Iconic. Eli has bested Tom Brady twice. Gets me chills every time I hear that call. It's every Patriots night, Patriots fans nightmare. Well, that's all for tonight. Uh, I'll bring some more towards you tomorrow. This has been Woody's Wit. Thanks for listening.